how how can you say that like Fluttermane and Screamtail is great when stuff like Brute Bonnet exists? Because Brute Bonnet is dope. Such a good design. Yeah. And also Roaring Moon, such a good design. Roaring Moon is incredible. Amazing. It's incredible. Then you have Screamtail and Fluttermane. Just they're just going for different vibes, dude. Not everyone can be a home run. That doesn't mean that they don't deserve a base or two. Like, come on. I mean, that's no. I. Eh. By the way, that's the first and last sports reference you'll ever get out of me. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. This upcoming Incense Day will truly be the Stinger event before Halloween. Part one of this year's Halloween event will have your nose to the Houndstone. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 255. It's October 14th. It's not a Tuesday evening. I'm not even going to pretend it's a Tuesday evening. It's a Saturday uh, morning. <laughs> we got 25 <laughs> minutes left of morning here. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how you doing this morning? So weird to say. Uh, I'm doing okay. It's yeah? it's early, so. That's true. That's true. Depending on who you got- ask, I guess. Uh, I mean, you've also you're kind of in the hot seat because you've got some uh, you got some dentistry lined up next week, don't you? You got something going on. Yeah. So this, <laughs> this also works out for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, all right. Well, anyway, uh, it's been a week and a few days, uh, but we're here back to talk about some more Pokemon Go. And it's kind of good that we did not record on Tuesday because then we would have had no news to cover. And by waiting a few days, we have all the news to cover (laughs) which is great because you're going to need this info going into this upcoming week potentially Uh, so before we get started for real here shout out to a new patron of ours oscar thank you so very much for your support and looking forward to getting to know you in the discord a bit better Uh, mr kyle we set some goals last week and we begged borrowed and stole some extra days to make them happen so let's see yeah (laughs) did you finish the collection challenge and and to be clear this was not going to also include the harvest festival at the time because we have that one to do as well but just the detective pikachu one that was our original site that was set so how'd you do uh yes i did i'm not gonna lie i don't i don't remember but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> so you could just go look at the bottom of your list. Like, see. Oh, and I'll start. It's a collection challenge. Yeah. So you'd click in the metal and then go all the way to the bottom. It'll tell you. Or at the That's top the one over, that required. You had to do field research for it, though, right? Yeah. The three field research oh, tasks. I, probably, I, I don't think I did do that. Snivy and Rowlets. Was that it? Oh, it's actually at the top of the list, apparently. I don't remember. No, I did not do it. I did not finish. <gasps> I am a liar. Oh, I no. I not have finished. Oh, oh my well. gosh. Well, did you walk a route? No, I did not. Kyle. That that was just for lack of, of want. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't like the one route near me is is so bad. I don't want to walk. It. How how long is it like uh, like astronomically long? I can't remember what the problem I mean, it, was. No, it's, it's not that long. It's just like not in a great place. To weird walk. to walk. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> gonna walk down the major street by my apartment complex and then go through a neighborhood to end nowhere. I'm like, how did this get approved? You know what? Okay. The one that I had for the cemetery, you know, the one by the park here that has the walking paths and stuff yeah. was sitting pending for like two months. Finally got rejected. And the reason was sensitive location. I'm like there's walking paths. There's footpaths. <laughs> oh gosh. I don't know. Um, all right. So over two so far, what about daily streaks? Uh, yes, I did. All right. Mega progress. I did. I'm, I'm I'm so close to being done with so many. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Who's who's next? Who's your next mega three? Uh no, I've I've got like five of them that are just waiting or are like a few days away. Yeah, like which one of them is closest is what I'm let's mean. let's see. Hang on. There's no way I'm sorting number by that. six. <laughs> Gengar number um, seven is one day behind him. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna you're gonna have to give me a second because there's no oh, okay. actual way of sorting these. All right, all right. So the other the other one, did you do buddy progress this week? I did. Okay. And lastly, did you solo a Guzzlord? I did not. <gasps> I'm gonna, you I'm still gonna, have time. I'm, I'm kicking time. that can down the road. It's here yes. for six more days or whatever. You've got time. You should do it. It's a fun experience. Um, it's cool. I wouldn't do it over and over and over again because it is quite time consuming, and I'd rather not. But uh, it was fun, fun to do. All right, so for you, that's one, two, three out of six. Also, three. my mega septile is two days away, so that's oh, that's my nice, answer. nice. Okay, that's not the answer I was expecting whatsoever, but nice work. The best part is that both mega swapper and mega blaziken are, are already done. So, ooh, okay, so let's the last like, one over the finish line. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good stuff. Uh, for myself, collection challenge, the Detective Pikachu one, I did do that. The Detective Pikachu timed research, I finished all of that as well. 50 eggs, I did exactly 50 eggs last week, down to the egg. And then Solo a Guzzlord, I did do that as well. So my, nice. I got a four out of four this week. Finally, I am uh, feeling good about goals. <laughs> but I, um, I did manage to play a little bit more Go. It was quite a bit of Monster Hunter this week, I won't lie. But, yeah, yeah. lots of Monster Hunter. That's right. Um, so why don't we do our monster hunter minute? <laughs> let's just, let's just get it all the way before news, I suppose. Uh, so really quick, if you are playing monster hunter, we're doing this because we don't have enough time to do another podcast and we want to talk about this game. <laughs> and, uh, there's an event where there's Rathian and pink Rathian out. They were too low this week, spawn rates, but during the event hours yesterday and hopefully today they were abundant. Kyle has some complaints about pink Rathian as a game mechanic <laughs> from a design perspective. I I do it. <laughs> look, first I've I've been having a good time with Monster Hunter. I'm taking it more slowly because it is a major grind. So I'm not pushing myself to get everything done, and that's totally fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally cool with that. But because the game is such a grind, and the Pink Rathian is not going to be around for like after event times, as far yeah. as they've said. Like, it's so strange to, like, try and push really hard and grind really hard for something that you will not be able to progress once the event's over. It's, it was the same deal with Black Diablos, but worse because nobody could access Diablos at the time, really. Yeah. And it's uh, it's different than in Go. In Go, when you have an event like we're going to talk about in a minute, and Phantom is spawning, and then Phantom doesn't spawn for the rest of the year, 
you still got your phantom from this event that you can still use. But for something like you make your pink Rathian gear, and then you progress your story next month, and your pink Rathian gear is still where it was last month, it's unusable. And so it's like, well, that's just going to sit there forever. Yeah, I'd rather hunt out. things that are going to give me a permanent benefit now than temporary benefit now. See, the, the trick is you just have to do a thousand hunts <laughs> and uh, max out your storage with only only uh, pink Rathian drops and then pray that it's enough to get you over the finish line once you have enough money to do it. <laughs> These are a lot of ifs. <laughs> I, I like the idea. I'm, I'm okay with the idea, but I think that they definitely need to work on the execution for their, uh, uh, we'll call them events, but it doesn't feel like an event right now. <laughs> they're finding their legs still. They're, they're finding yeah. their feet, you know? So, all right. Well, Hey, that was our monster hunter minute. It's a cool game. We're having fun still. You should play. <laughs> and if you do hit us up, because we, we want to talk about monster we made another separate discord to talk about monster hunter because we were talking about it too much in the one channel for monster yes. hunter on the podcast discord that's right that's right so yep come one come all we'll we'll hunt together or at least talk about it okay that's enough of that let's hop into the news Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, we've got two pieces of news, and I like to think that both of these pieces of news had Kyle and I, respectively, in mind. Because they do <laughs> seem uniquely, I don't know, geared towards us and our interests. This they, is were, they were listening to me last week, clearly. They were. They were. And they're like, okay, we'll give them a, we'll throw them a bone. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's such a bad joke. All right. First and foremost, and I do mean that because this is the event that I think I'm going to like quite a bit. Incense Day. Skaroopy. Oh, Skaroopy. Yes, the excellent shiny that is red little Skaroopy. We'll have a, another great, good, old, grand chance at it. Trainers, are you ready for a creepy crawly event? Get ready for Incense Day. Skaroopy. During this event, incense will attract more Skaroopy. And if you're lucky... You may even encounter a shiny one, and you can encounter more than just Skaroopy. Spend the day with your friends investigating the bug type and poison type Pokemon attracted to your incense. Only seeing one type? Wait an hour and see what shows up. <laughs> Wait an hour! What a, what a phrase. Uh, when? Saturday, October 21st from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Six-hour event. Y'all, let's go! Okay. Featured Pokemon, Skaroopy will be attracted to incense. You'll also have an increased chance of encountering shiny Skaroopy. Great, great stuff. Event bonuses, lowercase b for those of you keeping track at home. Incense is more likely to attract Skaroopy. Increased chance to encounter shiny Skaroopy. Daily adventure incense lasts twice as long when activated during the event. That would be an inspired choice. Um, but, uh, I mean... For, if you're going to be out for it, might as well get the most out of it. That'd be kind of cool. The following Pokemon will be attracted to incense from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., 1 to 2, and 3 to 4 p.m. local time. This is for the incense encounters the bug type Pokemon. They're doing sort of like a habitat rotation thing here, but with the incense spawns in particular. So during the bug type times, you'll be able to encounter Caterpie, Weedle, Pinsir, Yanma, Wormple, Wimpod, Scyther, and Dewpider. And the other time periods from 12 to 1, 2 to 3, and 4 to 5, you will see poison type Pokemon. And that pool includes 
Ekans, Zubat, Gulpin, Stunky, Croagunk, Skrelp, Alolan Grimer, and Trubbish. There will be event bundles, an exclusive, event exclusive rather, one Pokecoin bundle, including one incense will be available in the in-game shop. I like that. That smacks of old good faith Niantic. They used to do stuff like that all the time. That, that's nice. Field research task encounters. Incense day themed field research will be available. Catch bug type and poison type Pokemon to earn rewards such as additional encounters with Skaroopy, Stardust, Ultra Balls, and more. Man, more is some experience. <laughs> and raspberries. <laughs> maybe maybe a few Pokeballs. You never know. Maybe. Maybe even more Skaroopy. <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of that entire event in a nutshell. It's it's small, um, but it's definitely not a short event. Six hours is rare for a non-location-based event like a City Safari or a GoFest. So it's kind of neat to see this little return to form, feeling a little nostalgic over here on my my side. Um, and Skaroopy is great, but Kyle, I'm dying to know what you think. There's there's no eggs. It's just incense. You like Skaroopy. You got to tell me you're excited. So I, I like Skaroopy a lot. It is a fantastic shiny. It's a fun Pokemon. I, I have a few thoughts. First off, Every incense day has been six hours, Chris. You got to calm down there. <laughs> I know, but it's it's like in the sea of three hour events. This but is just like, I mean, oh, yeah, that doesn't hours. work at three hours. Like it literally doesn't. Yeah, they have no, okay. to. They don't even have a choice. Trust me, four. if they could, they would. Could be four. It could be. But but it ain't. Been, it, but it's been <laughs> six. That's all. I'm, I'm not saying it wasn't ever not six. I'm saying everything else used to be longer and now it's not. And this remains. I, I think. Why are you trying to tear me down today, Kyle? I think conceptually, <laughs> incense days kind of don't make a lot of sense to me. Or they, no, 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 that's wrong. They make a ton of sense to me. They feel bad to me. <laughs> conceptually, they make a ton of sense. I get it, but it feels awful. <laughs> yeah, I just first off, you have to pay to play. Yeah, no, no exceptions. You're paying to have to walk is is number two yeah and you have to hoof it if you want to like actually make good use of this and get the one spawn per 60 seconds you gotta walk for the whole time and that just it just doesn't feel good yeah you need six incense total because the base rate is one hour and they didn't double it they only double daily adventure incense yeah and honestly if it was also a boosted incense so you didn't have to hit the like i don't know whatever it is three four mile an hour requirement to get the max bonus yeah that'd be much better but as it stands you're walking a lot to get a subpar amount of spawns and if you take any time to catch your local spawns you're gonna you might miss your incense spawns and you feel punished for doing that so you want to ignore your local spawns in favor of the incense spawns. Also, these pool of Pokemon are huge. Yeah, I will give you that. Nine Pokemon per it. hour, and you only want one of them. Granted, the others like that's a per po- per person basis, but the target is one Pokemon out of nine. Uh, it is. It is, but it is overall really long time. Six hours is a lot. Three hours each. Okay, but. 
<laughs> and they're giving you one incense basically for free. I know we've that's we've that's about cool. I, that's that's totally yeah. that's great. No no comments or anything about that. But counterpoint: say you walk the entire time. Say you never stop moving for six hours, which is okay. unreasonable even for a healthy person playing a game. Sixty spawns an hour. Six hours. Three hundred and sixty spawns. Yeah, I'll do that in an hour on a community day. And I won't have to kill myself walking to do it. True, true. And I get to pick the Pokemon I want. But this is a different kind of experience. This is like, you know, field research days are very different too. It changes the way that you fundamentally, it tries to inspire you to try a different style of play. But you still get the Pokemon you want. I think that's the counterpoint. In this case, you, you more likely will. Yes, but I just... I, I'm 100% taking your point, though, by the way. I'm just, not disagreeing with you. It's not bad. The The day is cool. I like that they use it to feature things, but I've always felt incense days feel off. They did I, it. They did it when I think Hoopa came out. They did a psychic and a dark day, and that also yeah. felt kind of weird. It did feel weird. I think the problem is, is that they advertise it as like, a, oh, it's a Skaroopy day, even though it's not. It's an incense day featuring Skaroopy, right? Uh-huh. I think what they should really do is not feature Skaroopy, but have the pool be like four good Pokemon. And you're also like, yo, Skaroopy's boosted. That's cool. But have the pool like cut down su- substantially. Yeah. I just um, or like, have the rest of these in the wild and have only Scroopy off of incense. You know that would be fantastic. That yeah. would be an amazing change. So you're even if Scroopy is a seventy percent chance to spawn off of an incense right now, that change would make the day so much more compelling. True. In my opinion. Yep. I think we've I think we've come to an agreement. <laughs> that said, Scroopy is an awesome shiny. If you don't have one, do do recommend. I, I love I love shiny Scroopy. He's a cutie pie. He's all red. It's great. Yeah. Shiny uh, Drapion, Drapion, not not very good. Nada. Don't don't evolve it unless no. you need it. Don't do it. Scroopy's the superior one anyway. In my yeah, opinion, it's still bug type. It's still bug type. That's right. <laughs> Drapion is a turncoat from Bug Camp. All oh, right, man. Gosh, gosh. Okay. Well, that's that's Incense Day featuring Skaroopy, or however we're supposed to, to say it. Uh, next piece of news here. This one's for Kyle and all of you Halloween lovers out there, which does include myself. Uh, Pokemon Go Halloween 2023 Part 1. Trainers, shed some light on what treats await you in this Halloween adventure. And don't worry, it's no trick. Grievard will make its Pokemon Go debut. The sights and sounds of Pokemon Go's Halloween celebration will return, including a remix of the Lavender Town music, festive decor, and themed timed research. And be on the lookout. Plenty of ghost-type Pokemon will be haunting the wild. Join us for the first part of a two-part Halloween event in Pokemon Go. When? Thursday, October 19th at 10 a.m. to Thursday, October 26th at 10 a.m. local time. So it's this upcoming Thursday. So... Be prepared. Pokemon debuts. Grievard in this evolution, the ghost dog Pokemon Houndstone will make their Pokemon Go debuts. Wild encounters include Ekans, Zubat, Alola Meowth, Ghastly, Haunter, Spinarak, Mistrivus, Poochiana, Shuppet, Drifloon, Litwick, Phantump, and Sandy Ghast. There is paid time to research. For US $5 or the equivalent price and tier in your local currency, 
you'll be able to access event exclusive timed research, complete the research tasks to earn encounters with ghost type Pokemon like Phantom and dark type Pokemon like Alolan Meowth, <laughs> as well as a Halloween themed avatar pose. Okay. Now I know what you're thinking. The Alolan Meowth, what a chase. But <laughs> the value here is the, the pose. It's all right. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like what other what other dark Pokemon on this list do you think they could have listed besides Alolan Meowth? Puchana? Literally probably anything else. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else. Jeez. Okay. Timed research. Event exclusive timed research will be available from October 19th to October 31st. At 8 p.m. local time. Timed research focused on catching ghost type Pokemon will be available throughout the event. Complete the research tasks to receive Stardust, encounters with Grievard, and more. And then another subheading that also says timed research. <laughs> and, it, and it repeats additional event exclusive timed research will be available from the 19th through the 31st. Timed research focused on Spirit Tomb and its 108 spirits will be available throughout the event. Complete the research tasks to receive encounters with ghost-type Pokemon in Spiritomb. Kyle, there is your Spiritomb. They heard you. They, they did. They, they did. You. Hidden uh, away four lines deep of timed research. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And the second, the second posting of timed research as well. Uh, we'll circle back to this. And while, while it does provide a solution to the problem, it is not necessarily satisfactory. Uh, event bonuses, capital B this time for those keeping track at home. Additional candy for successfully catching Pokemon with nice, great, and excellent throws. Additional candy XL for doing the exact same stuff. Just just get good and you'll get good stuff. Trainers level 31 and up will receive additional candy XL for hatching eggs. Let's go. And two times candy for hatching Pokemon. I feel seen. We love it. Field research task encounters will be available Complete them to earn uh, encounters with Mischievous Phantom. You can earn some Pokeballs and other things, too. Let's talk about some raids. One-star raids, by the way, ours were capitalized. I know I know this might be annoying to some of you, but imagine how I feel. Uh, One-star one raids will feature Mischievous Shuppet and Drifloon. Three-star raids is Gengar, Sandygast, and Grievard. Five-star raids is Guzzlord until the 20th. So Kyle still got some time to pull off that solo. And then Dark Ray right after. And then Mega Raids, Mega Gengar until the 20th as well. And then we've got Mega Banette after that. So lots of ghosties and Doc Pokemon. It's good stuff. Um, eggs, seven kilometer egg pool will feature Munchlax, Riolu, and Galarian Yamask. It's an interesting pool. Galarian Yamask, uh, for those of you that are not familiar, doesn't come around very often. Yamask in its original form is very rare to begin with. And Galarian Yamask is like, you'll never see it outside of Halloween, more or less. Yeah. Why so. Munchlax and Riolu, though? I don't know. I think they're just filler to put like Yamask and Galarian Yamask in there. Uh, that's a great that's a great question. But I, I don't know. I, I don't think know. Munchlax and Riolu, maybe they'll have a no, they would have said if they had a costume. Yeah, they would have. Maybe because they're kids and halloween trick-or-treating you think of kids in costumes like the munchlax is going to eat the candy i'll give you the munchlax because of the eating of the candy i think the riolu is a stretch but i give you the munchlax 
Yeah, we'd have to dig more into its lore. Maybe it like pretends to be a hero or something like that. Like, because because the coloration on its face that has like that raccoon bandit mask going on, you know. Yeah, we're giving it way too much credit, I think, but yeah. <laughs> we're trying, <laughs> trying to make it work. Uh, new avatar items and stickers. The following avatar items will be available to purchase during the event, and then they'll be available after as well. Your mask, mask, Kafagriga's costume, Kafagriga's head, the Phantom head, and a Grievard wig. The Grievard wig looks sick. <laughs> they, uh, and then you'll be able to get really good. They do. They I'm. Do. I. They look so good. I love it. So I haven't seen the Kafagriga's head. Does it look like a, like a Pharaoh headdress scenario thing? It is. No, it is. It is Kafagriga's head. Like, does it cover the face with like a mask and everything too? Yeah, it's the whole thing. It's oh it's my the gosh, whole no, they didn't. Yeah, that's awesome. Have you seen the Phantom head? I've seen the Phantom head. Yeah, well, it's on the same picture. First off, but anyways, <laughs> you don't know how fast I'm moving when I do these notes, dude. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good, but also like goofy as heck. So I love sure. it a lot. Like, like I, I want to buy all of them. I really do. Well, you never buy anything else throughout the year. So, like, I, I, think I that's know I'm, I'm thinking about it, but like, I'm, I don't know. I have to reevaluate my costume situation right now. <laughs> All right. So having said that, how much would you spend for like the Coffee Griegas head? Would you spend two bucks, five bucks? Yeah. I mean, I, I'd if it's five dollars, I don't know if I'd do it. But if it was less than five dollars, I'd probably do it. OK, five dollars for like a, a hat, quote unquote, in game is a lot. But I don't actually remember how much stuff is in this game. I'm not gonna lie. I but know the backpack get, is is only two fifty. Two fifty. So yeah. yeah. But it was five dollars for that uh for that research ticket. Yeah, yeah. For the palmy backpack. Yeah. I'm still rocking it, man. It's a cute backpack, but you could have gotten it for two fifty. It's a cute backpack, and I'm cuter for it. But you could have gotten it for two fifty. I could have. I could have, but we're going to continue now. We are going to continue. That's right. (laughs) An avatar item and partner research with prime. Oh, by the way, sorry. Stickers. They're, they're in the game. You know how to do it. Spin Pokestops open gifts, purchase them if you want. Uh, Avatar item and partner research with prime gaming. Amazon prime members can claim time to research that grants exciting rewards, including early access to the Grievard wig avatar item. This time to research is available to claim from October 16th, to November 17th. Oh, we got a long time for that. A month and a day. Uh, to receive all the rewards, trainers must complete the research task before December 25th. Okay, great. That's a weird time frame for that. But yeah, it's through Amazon Prime Gaming. So just, I think, Google Prime Gaming, log into your account or make one if you don't have one, link your Pokemon Go account and claim your rewards. Easy as that. Event bundles. Oh boy, are we back with the with the boo box and the whatever? <sighs> probably ghost crate. Whatever the color, whatever I don't the remember at all. the The box looked cute. I, I guess. Yeah, they did. Uh, three Halloween bundles will be available during the event in the in-game shop. For four hundred and ninety-five Poke coins, you'll get three remote raid passes, one star piece, and one lucky egg. That is surprisingly good. Um, that is surprisingly good. In comparison to their current pricing scheme, <laughs> it's okay. For seven twenty-five Poke Coins, you will get ten premium raid passes, two star pieces, and two lucky eggs. And for fifteen hundred and fifty Poke Coins, you will get ten super incubators, five incubators, and two incense. I think that last box is for me, and I kind of hate to admit that. 
it's yeah it's all right it's it's okay we've had actually better incubator ones uh recently so darn uh, well, those those are the event bundles as far as we know. Pokestop showcases. There will be showcases at different Pokestops for Shuppet, Banette, or Grievard. Lavender Town music. Turn on your music for like a few minutes just to get a <laughs> get that blast of that Lavender Town music. It's great. It's great every year. We love it. Who doesn't love the Lavender, Lavender Town stuff? Um, and explore with decor. During both parts of the Halloween event, Pokestops and gyms will be decorated for the holiday. We hope you enjoy the colorful decor. So it'll probably be orange Pokestops again. Maybe some yeah. with the with like the feather, the feather stuff, jack o' leaves on the ground and yeah. stuff like that. A couple of them had jack o' lanterns underneath them as well, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've done. Um, if you haven't played Monster Hunter, just look at screenshots to see what the map could look like, because Monster Hunter's map is so much more compelling than Ghost is. map is. And it's it, no it, different. It's the same map. So like they can do it. <laughs> They can, but I think this is like a step in the right direction. We've it seen is. that since yep, they've yes. been doing it. I wish they would expand on this and I make it see so. it more. I want to change the whole color of the map for the season. I'm so for it. Four yep. times a year, that's not too much to just like palette swap. I'd, yeah, I'd palette be... swap and then like a couple of the decoration stuff underneath the stops can be like flowers during the spring. You know, like stuff like that, like snowmen yeah. uh, during and, winter. It's not. And they had those decorations at in-person go fest in new york yeah for like each biome and it it was really good it was a little strange because the stops were so dense so they were just kind of all over the place Mm -hmm. but conceptually it's really good i really want to see that it just makes existing in the game more compelling entertaining yeah i'm gonna break my immersion man i am a trainer (laughs) all right so now that's that's all of the halloween event part one so kyle what do you think do we want to just hop right into the spirit tomb stuff because my goodness uh i I have a couple other thoughts before we talk about spirit tomb okay uh one grievard is is adorable it's great glad to see it dog more disrespect for gen 8 but that's okay because we'll get dragapult at some point i suppose Uh, (laughs) next year maybe no probably not um one thing that stood out for me, and this is not as big a deal, but still stand out. In the past, you just got extra candy in general for playing and for catching. And yep. now you have to get nice, great, and excellent throws to get the extra candy. And I don't No handouts, care. Kyle. <laughs> I don't care for the XL. Like, that's cool. Play better, get better XLs. It. I don't like that for the regular candy. That's just kind of, uh-uh, don't like that. I don't know. I mean, like it's a trick or treat to get candy. You got to walk from house to house. Then ain't just dropping that in your mailbox. You know, like you got to put some effort. You get no. more candy for, for each house. If you have a nice, great or excellent costume on too. That's definitely not how it works. Minimal no. effort gets, oh. gets the same amount of reward during Halloween. When four kids show up to our front door in Halloween, I have to rate each of their costumes and <laughs> And you give either give one candy or you like yeah. reach your whole hand into the, into the bucket. That's right. And then you you get two handfuls because you're wearing a Master Chief costume and I have to. <laughs> yeah. So like it's just a standout because it is different and it feels kind of bad for that one. Yeah. All right. 
let's talk about Spiritomb because we can also talk about the time research at the same time. Sure. It's it it's behind the time research again. <laughs> it surely is, but it's not paid. It's not paid, but it's timed, which means and limited. Which means if you don't get it done, you don't get it. First off, whereas in the past it has been a special research, so you. If you didn't finish it for whatever reason, you had the whole forever of eternity to do it. Forever of eternity. <laughs> you have the great vastness of space in order to operate. And, all right, the last point I have to make, they don't say how many you get. It's probably not very many. And that's very frustrating for me. If we're getting more than one, it's going to be like no more than three. Yeah. I personally, when I read it, I said to Chris, we're only getting one. And I'm really upset. And, you know, we, we do this, and I think back to 2019, I want to say it was 19, maybe it was 20, where it was in field research tasks, and they turn on the shiny, and I'm just really upset that I didn't get it then. It See, was but now I have reverse FOMO because possible. I didn't get it then, but I tried, and now I've literally never had another opportunity because yeah. the year after it was non-existent, and then the next year... It was only one in a limited research or paid research, whatever that was. I don't mind yep. anymore. Paid special research, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. But even when it, it was in 2019, I know we've mentioned this before, but those research tasks were incredibly rare. There's only so much you could do. Yeah. And they were hard, too. It was like catch 18 dark type for one research encounter. Yeah. And was. dark types weren't exactly like pouring out of the hills at that time. See, that's why we need more Alolan Meowth. <laughs> so I'm I'm very frustrated because I would like the opportunity to go for Spirit Tomb. And this is the only time of the year that we get it. And I don't actually get the opportunity. I just have to take what they give me. Yep. At least they're not asking for money for it this time. True, true. There is, you know, the other paid time to research, though, for the pose, which is great. But I think that's the right, the right spread of assets. Yeah. So I, like there's the the discussion we had. Five dollars for time research is expensive. Like that's yeah. expensive. And if they want to do that like every time we get a new event or something now, or at least major like season defining event, I suppose, it's kind of expensive. It is. Counterpoint avatar poses are expensive. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up while we keep talking how much of like another avatar pose costs in game for coins. So I think the $5 is not bad, but it certainly is expensive. I mean, you also get other stuff. The the encounters, uh, they don't mention any items, but you probably get some Stardust or something. Okay, so a pose is 500 Poke Coins. Okay. Yeah, that, that's on... That's so, on and, and they don't really ever go on sale or anything. So it's not like you can get a bundle of clothes. And so the actual operating price is three seventy five or something. No, yeah. there's, those are that price. So, okay. So if you like the pose, this is fine, I suppose. Again, it just feels, yeah. and this is the conversation we had last week where it's like, depending on how you look at this, you'd be like, I'm going to pay for it to do work to get the thing that I paid for. Or is it just extra gameplay? Yeah. It'll also depend on how difficult the tasks are, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Walk 50 I'd... kilometers. <laughs> God. Power up 50 times. Oh, poor Stardust. Um, yeah, 
that's that's kind of my thought. It's very strange to have two timed research at the same time and mm-hmm. a paid timed research. I'm still firmly of the opinion that if it's paid, it should be special. But that's you're probably never going to get me to change that opinion. I don't think. I agree too. And I I like I like that they leverage time to research to motivate us to do things within a pe- period of time for sure. I like that because there are people, not naming any names, who have special research from like 3 4 years ago that they still have not completed yet. I'll have you know. <laughs> I'll have you know. We're also calling out Steve right now. So. Okay, well Steve Steve <laughs> is never going to complete that. I'll have you know, the only special research that I have right now is a rocket one. A to Zygarde and the Paldean Adventure because I'm still walking buddy candies. Mm -hmm. And then the masterwork because best buddies. I have nothing that's actually old. I mean, the masterwork is kind of old at this point, but that the masterwork is old. It's like two years old. No, no. This one's this one's from this year. This is from this this year. Oh, this is from February or whenever. Still old. Get it done. No, it requires best buddies. The time commitment is not what I want to do. It'll happen when it happens. The other ones, I don't actually have much excuse. They they probably well, the shadow one, I'm deliberately not doing. I could. Do oh, OK, how is the um, the seasonal uh, master ball research going for you? It's not. I finished it this week. I no joke. I have not done a raid since. Uh, what? Who who was even in uh, Cartana? I haven't done a raid since. But Guzzlord started. But Guzzlord, you got to go for that shiny man. You got, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to do some Guzzlord, but I'm not going to do a lot. Okay. So I'm at nine out of 60. Nine. Yeah. Out of 60. Nine. I haven't. I Oof. don't want to buy remote raid passes right now. I just I just don't want to spend the money on it. It's not worth it. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I have this problem, though, like when people invite me, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I really like that person. It would be rude for me to not say yes to the remote I, raid. And so I get suckered into a lot of raids like that. But I, I thought about it. I have, and I used to just join raids and stuff. I just, I can't, I can't bring myself to buy remote raid passes right now. I have to really like the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. If Giratina was in raids, which we're going to talk about in about five seconds, I would probably be doing a lot more. Yeah. And I would accept all invites, but it's not in raids. No, it's not. And it's not going to be in raids. No, it could, be, could be part two. We might have like a weekend. No, part two is Darkrai. Yeah, but like they could do a weekend thing or something like that and be like, oh, Dark Ride's going to take just, a breather. You're just beside wow. yourself in so many different dimensions this holiday. Why is dude. Dark Ride? I mean, I get it. <laughs> Dark Ride fits. Yeah. But Giratina fits better. And it's. I feel like it's been longer since Giratina has been in raids. Maybe. I'm going to say something kind of controversial, but I think Dark Ride should be much more around Christmas. Because a lot of people, a lot of people don't appreciate the symbolism that darkness and stillness is in the holiday season. Darkness is not always a bad thing. It is like a foil to light. And, you know, like I grew up in a Lutheran family and stuff like that. But I know that this this theme is repeated in a lot of different belief systems and just overall in like the thematic stuff for Christmas. But darkness, stillness, in order to have a candlelight thing, right? All very important. So it could move on. We could get a ghost. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> let me let me let me hit you with one. Okay. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Dark Rye and Zerkatry for Christmas. Oh yo. I like that. That'd be cool. 
Oh man, if we don't have yeah. Zerkatree for Christmas now, I'm gonna be a little upset. That's too good. Yeah. Yeah. With dazzling gleam. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot about that. But yeah, I mean, I'm a little bit salty. There's no Giratina, and I do hope we see Giratina soon. Yeah. Darkrai is Gir- great though. Just Giratina or Giratino? I mean, I Giratine? would prefer Giratino, but yeah, I will take either for XL candy at this point. Roger that. Uh well. That's it for the news. Halloween looks like it's got a lot of really great stuff to look forward to, despite a couple of the nitpicks. Um, but yeah, good stuff. All right, let's move on then to Gear Up. This week on Gear Up, we're going to rank some ghosts based on PVE performance. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, this is specifically going to be using Game Press's DPS rankings and optimizer and all of that. Only going to talk about optimal movesets because obviously something like a Mega Gengar with a suboptimal moveset is going to be better than Miss Magius. Like it doesn't actually matter what its moveset is at that point. I'm also going to include both Megas and Shadows because it's not that relevant for ghost types, sadly. (laughs) Also, it's been a while since we talked about this, but a lot of DPS lists sort just by DPS. They don't take into account TDO. They don't take into account anything else. And back in the day, and by back in the day, I mean maybe a year ago, we (laughs) used to use uh, DPS cubed times TDO to try and evaluate how effective a Pokemon was while taking into account both how much damage they deal and how tanky they are. Does ER stand for effectiveness rating? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So an emergency room. It's all wrong. So instead of that, now Game Press at least and a part part of the community uses ER for effective rating, which is a much more complicated formula. Not going to talk about it. It's not worth it. Uh, but I have a link to the Reddit. Is it in this link? Okay, this I'm, I'm is that a, link. I'm going to look. You can at include it. in the show notes. I'm going to look uh, for who wants to read it. This is already Someone too much. <laughs> did the math and basically said DPS cubes time TDO is counting DPS four times, so it's not being very effective. And don't worry about it. The point is that ER is just more of is just a flattened number that we use instead, and it helps kind of be able to compare people more directly than just. This number is huge, and this number is only big. There is a line in this post that says, linearity to the dimension of damage. This <laughs> Look, is written by a, like a software programmer. 100%. There's 100% <laughs> an engineer professor, yeah. who wrote this. It's not even a question. <laughs> they are credited, by the way. If you go to gamepress.gg, at the top of their like listings, it says we no longer use DPS cube times TDO. We now use effective rating as inspired by this post here. And oh my then- gosh, this is like this is like when somebody puts out like a new scientific article and everybody's like, oh yeah, wow, okay, sure, we'll start doing that. And then they call it like the the blank method after the person. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is cool. Yeah, it is. It's it's about a year old. So, but we're <laughs> kind of move on. If you want, it is an interesting read. I. I could not keep up with all of it, but I understand at least conceptually how it works. Uh, On to the list. First up, to no one's surprise, is Mega Gengar, Lick Shadow Ball, with an effective rating of 52.22. 
sorry, 52.21. That's, that's uh, 0. 0.01 less than what I just said. <laughs> it is. Whoa. <laughs> Got to make sure you get it right. Don't need to inflate Gengar. That's math I can, I can handle right there. Uh, number two is also not really a surprise. Mega Banette, Shadow Claw, Shadow Ball. With an ER of 54.69. That is a huge gap between two that are supposed to be at the top. And then now this just shows how good and how big the stat boost is for Megas. Number three is Giratino with Shadow Claw and Shadow Force at 41.98 ER. That's that's a a big deal. 41.98. Yeah, that's that's like twenty percent. Yeah, that's than Mega huge. Gengar. It's ten points higher on the Gengar. Yeah, clean. Now, now number four. I didn't know this when I looked at until I looked at the list. Number four is Goldengo, Hex Shadow Ball, thirty nine point six one er, right below Giratino. Very cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, wouldn't have expected it. Not 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 very accessible, but. Well, eventually the th- it's either it's either too accessible or you can't get it at all. <laughs> There's yeah, no exactly. in between. <laughs> you, you know, somebody, you know, a community that can do golden lure parties and you get it in three days, five mm-hmm. days. And uh, if you don't, then it takes you six months. <laughs> That's right. Next up at number five, Chandelure with Hex and Shadow Ball. Thirty nine point one one ER slightly below Goldango, but depending on the time of year, way more accessible. Mm hmm. Then we have regular Gengar with Lick and Shadow Ball, 37.98 ER. Still good. Still good, but we're uh, we're approaching much lower numbers that in other typings would not even be relevant. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Next, we have Hoopa Confined. Astonish Shadow Ball for 37.29 ER. Don't, don't do this. Hoopa is... Not worth the investment for its performance, but it does perform okay. What happened to Hoopa Unleashed? It is slightly worse, so I didn't put it on here because it's technically the same Pokemon. Really, I would have. Yeah, it's like it's like thirty six point. It is in between Hoopa Confined and the next on the list, which is Giratina. Oh, okay, that but was my main question. I feel yeah, like it. Yeah. It is directly in between, but it's. It's worse, so why would you use it? But of. how did that work out? I thought Unleashed was supposed to be stronger. Uh, the way that the, uh, the... The formula? Well, the way that its bulk changes, I think, when it, it changes forms yeah. probably doesn't outweigh whatever DPS it gains. Okay. And as mentioned, the next one is Giratine A with Shadow Claw and Shadow Force. 36.89 ER. It's fine. I don't 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 invest in this. Just wait for your Giratino. I don't I don't know why. If you have one for PvP, it it's a sufficient filler, but that's about it. And that's where this list stops being interesting and starts being sad. <laughs> because <laughs> because the next one is Shadow Banet at with Shadow Claw and Shadow Ball, thirty six point seven one ER. Shadow Miss Magius with Hex Shadow Ball at 36.04 ER. And Shadow Drift Blim with Hex and Shadow Ball at 35.28 ER. I could keep going down the list, but the list is so 
uh, depressing, also filled with Pokemon that aren't out yet. Hashtag you tried. <laughs> Look, there's not a lot of really good ghosts once you get out of the top 10. No, it really is not. So so this list is not including like Shadow Ball Mewtwo, though, right? No, it is not. This is not including neutral damage or others that would be sufficient to swap out for a ghost type. So I think, yeah, but I think one of the only real options that's within like the realm of, of uh, notability is what Shadow Ball Mewtwo, right? And Shadow Shadow Ball Mewtwo. No, because what else is super effective against Ghost and Psychic? Dark type. Mm -hmm. Same exact super effectiveness. So technically they're not the same type, but if anything is ever weak to one, it's weak to the other. So they're completely interchangeable. True. So that's what makes this list very difficult to actually present. And I kept it at just ghosts, but stuff like Shadow Tyranitar, mm-hmm. Mega Tyranitar, Darkrai, Hydreigon, all of those are at the top of this list, right next to or above Giratino. So you you really have to want to use ghost types in Go or the types matter. Like if it has a fighting charge move, ghosts, you know, rocket to the top over a dark type. If it has a psychic type move, well, you know, Mega Gengar falls drastically. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and dark types, which are four times resistant, are much better. So that's why I excluded them because typing matters a whole bunch. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, too. Yeah, I suppose like all of these numbers don't mean a whole lot without the context of what you're facing. Exactly. So- it's a good it's good to know in a vacuum so you can make judgments based on other knowledge you have in the game. Mm-hmm. But by itself, it is not a catch-all answer. And like another example of this uh, to be self-serving here is like bug type because bug type can do numbers. They can get some damage done, but the typing itself is so vulnerable. Um, and the use case is so low that you're never really going to see it. Even if it can hit higher numbers with Genesect, you know what I mean? Like that's fine. But it ain't. <laughs> ain't good enough. Yeah, it's the way that Go works. But yeah. what this list shows is really there's only like four ghost types in the game <laughs> for PvE. Yeah. You got Chandelure, Gengar, Giratina, and I guess Goldengo now. <laughs> we guess. Now that said, one day we'll get Shadow G- Gengar. <laughs> one day we'll get Shadow Ghastly. And it will die to the stiffest breeze <laughs> the damage it will deal before it dies yep just one just come in like a, a meteor and then just burn up in the atmosphere like instantly oh man so oh, i uh, want them to give shadow ghastly to a, a rocket leader so bad i'd actually is try and shadow it. gengar worse or better than mega gengar though oh it will be so much worse okay just because it's gonna it's gonna be Bulk. so squishy yeah like it, it's just the squishiness is already a huge problem for Gengar. If you're facing a fighting type, like mentioned, Shadow might end up being better, but not likely. Hmm. As evidenced by Shadow Banette being so far below Mega Banette. That's in true. This instance, that, that's Banette's true. not a very good Pokemon, but it's again, it's like nine points below it. Yeah. So, dang. Hopefully you learned something here today. And uh, if you care about the numbers, checking out the ER discussion is very interesting. 
It is. I will endeavor to remember to put that in the show notes. Uh, so please, for more in- <laughs> thank you. The more intrepid uh, intellectuals of you can go take a look at the uh, the linearity to the dimension of damage a little bit closer. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, that's it for Polka. No, that's Gear Up. That's one of the only sections that doesn't start with, with Polka. That was Gear Up. Um, we're going to take a quick little break here, and when we do, we're going to start back up with Polka Pole. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome back. Uh, this week we're going to not have Pokalore. We will have it next week. I believe the plan uh, will be to do Grievard and Houndstone next week uh, since it will be debuting. But this week we're going to move right past that section and into Pokepole uh, for the interest of time. So Kyle, take it away. This week, last week's Pokepole was, what is the one event we've had in the past that you wish would return? Annual events don't count since they come back on their own. First response from Ghastly Girl, and they said, I know there'd be no logical reason for no tie in this time, but I want the clones to return. I only have one armored Mewtwo and a Pikachu, and I knew many people who don't have any of them. It'd be so cool to have a clone event back. Maybe release shiny armored Mewtwo. Make it a rocket event, too. Shadow armored Mewtwo would be cool. That would be sick. Oh, man. Yeah. Apex armored Mewtwo. Do it, you cowards. <laughs> Psy Strike plus plus. Oh my gosh, that would be so good, though. Uh, next one's from Carlo, and he said, Assuming I'd be able to participate, I'd like to see another raid event similar to either the three-hour raid days or the Rayquaza slash Reggie five-minute eggs, 20-minute raid timers. Yep. Yeah, raid days. The legendary dog days were great. Great memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next one's from Endless Matt NC, and they said, I love the twinkling fantasy event with all the dragon and fairy spawns this last January. The event before the Togetic, Axu, and Noibet community days. So those spawns were still exciting at the time. Mega Salamence is one of my favorite dragons, and I finally caught a decent great league Dedenne. I also completed my Dragon Tamer medal. 10 out of 10 event for me. Yeah. It's a good event. It was, yeah. a, it was a solid event. Working on your dragon metal was a blessing. That's pretty it's, cool. It's funny because the longer the game goes on, the harder it is to do events like that because while Dratini and uh, Bagon spawns aren't as exciting for a large amount of your player base after a certain amount of time. True, true. Next one's from Maxitron. They said, this might be controversial, but the event with the paid time research that awarded Caldeo could make a comeback. Would love to see things like that fill in the mythical gaps in our Pokedexes or at least provide generous amounts of candy XL for that species. I know TPC probably wants mythicals to feel special and unique, but they shouldn't feel by and large obsolete because you can't afford to power them up. I'd even put up with another 60 raid length research if it meant I got a hefty amount of candy XL for a mythical. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, that would be worth it. Worth the effort. I forgot that Caldea was a paid research. It's just completely removed from my brain. So yeah, I kind of forgot it even came out. Yeah, I got it somewhere in my my Pokedex. Gosh, I hope I didn't. Hope I didn't. I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure it was probably bad IVs too. Almost assuredly. Let's see. Oh, mine's okay. 14, 13, 14. 14, 11, 12. There you go. <laughs> Last one's from Sarah Amanda, and they said, oh, yes, I loved Kanto Masswork Research. The whole in one by comparison, such a disappointment. The task that everyone else is such was whining about. Like, I had those done already or with no strenuous effort. I'm referring to 10 best buddies and catch Kekleon. Though I guess this season's timed research for the Master Ball comes close to a masterwork. And the best part is it's free. So there's that. That's fair. Yep. I, like, I mean, I like masterworks. I just don't like when there's a time limit on them, like the Master Ball one. <laughs> oh, I mean, it, they give you so long to do it, though. At some point in time, there's a level of personal responsibility involved. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they can't be completed. I just don't like that there's a timer on it. That's, oh. that's it. Like, there is enough time. Although I do think that tying raids to it was still not a great I don't decision, know. but that's the okay. adventures abound thing was kind of like all about we're going to go out and raid together and do stuff outside. Did you watch the advert for it for the season? No. It was cute. I liked it. <laughs> all right. So this week's poke poll. How do you feel about the way unique Pokemon such as Shedinja and Spirit Tomb are handled in Pokemon Go? I mean, I feel like we've probably asked something similar to this before, but it is topical once again. Um, and I feel like we now have a much longer track record with Spiritomb to have a more informed conversation about it. I I don't have a problem with Spiritomb being tied to Halloween. I think it's cool. I think it's thematic. I am for it. I just want to be given the opportunity when the tie-ins happen to go for it. It was different when it was being introduced into the game and there was just one mm-hmm. or like for Inchidinja's case, they gave it in field research. Well, research breakthrough actually. And that's fine too. But now that they're shiny and people want to get them, they need to give their player base ample opportunity for these Pokemon. I agree. I do. Uh, and I, I think what my feedback is, I agree with you uh, 100%. Um, I think that, and this doesn't solve the Spiritomb issue, but this does solve the unique problem with like Shedinja or other, you know, otherwise locked regional forms, right? Like uh, Hisuian Braviary or Cleavor, right? Uh, where one of the problems with that is that uh yes it's cool when they're in raids and they inspire us to go raid and and motivate us i'm not against niantic monetizing their game and and putting you know advertising things in order to motivate us to do spending path i understand that's cool what i think should be done though is that after i've caught my one cleavor my first cleavor and i've put in the pokedex allow me to then after i've done that raid evolve any scyther i want into a cleavor after that right i've participated in your acquisition pipeline i've done what you wanted me to do i've done the raid right and now let me evolve my 100 scyther that i've been saving for a cleavor to do it instead of just like you know going through and raiding until i finally get one 
for the shinies sure you know great keep them locked or something like i you know but for spirit tomb i have kind of a problem because that doesn't solve that and it has to rely on uh whether or not niantic deems the year worthy to put it back in tasks or not right yeah and it'd be cool if maybe there was like a two-step research that gave you a spirit tomb encounter at the end of it and it was some amount of work but you could do it as many times as you wanted that would be cool um but yeah i don't i don't know i think they just need to give it more surface area make it a rare task like they did before yeah i'm i'm all for making pokemon tied to different stuff happening mm-hmm. or like only on raid days and stuff like that but after a certain point of introduction it's just you have to commit to the bit so to yeah. speak you yeah, committed with spirit tomb and then you walked it back and anybody who was around since then feels it i feel like and then shedinja just feels bad because if you weren't in vegas your chance of getting a shiny Shedinja is basically always zero. Yes. yes. You, you can't even get Shedinja right now, first off. But nope. even for Hoenn Tour, your chances were zero. Shedinja would have been a, a great one to have in research task encounters for Halloween because it's a ghost type. Yeah. And it can be shiny. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Gosh, so, so many missed opportunities. But it feels like the event is still like so gigantic. It's so strange. There's just too there's just too much stuff. There well there is there's there's a lot of ghosts that because they try and fit it all in Halloween they don't let any of it spill out except for uh like the five star raids. They'll let the five star raids go wherever. Mm-hmm. It it's getting harder and harder to contain. Because, you know, next year you're going to need a Galarian your mask. What if it's not in 7 case? True. Because they have to put something else cuz they have more Pokémon now. I don't know. I do feel for them, though, in that aspect, like that design conundrum for sure. And they, they've let some other like ghost Pokemon spill out like Phantom is just spawning in the wild, you know. But Phantom's been spawning in the wild since it was released. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like maybe they could just start doing that with some other ghosts like have yeah. your mask out in a boot. Have a one and once in a while, a rare occasion of a Galarian mask out in the wild, you know, like something. Anyway, there's lots of there's lots of things that they could do, but I don't think any of them they want to because it's giving up control of, uh, you know, the scarcity model they have going on with some of these seasonal Pokemon. But uh, I'm interested to hear what other people have to say. So if you, dear listener, have an answer to this week's PokePoll question, which was once again, how do you feel about the way unique Pokemon such as Shedinja and Spiritomb? are handled in Pokemon Go. You can answer that question when it's post on Twitter slash X at GoCast Podcast. If you're a patron of ours, we have a PokePole uh, dedicated channel. You can answer when the question is posted there. If you are watching on YouTube, please respond with a comment. If you're listening on the Spotify mobile app, you can answer in the app. There's like a little Q&A section uh, for the episode listing and you can answer there you can of course do the two other old school methods first of all is leaving a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717 or you could of course send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com and speaking of emails and voicemails mr kyle i believe we are entering the final phase of this podcast which has a name could you remind me 
It's time for emails. Oh, that's right. And no voicemails this week. So we've got a couple of emails here. This first one is from uh, Chari. So thank you very much for sending us the uh, the correct pronunciation for your name. Hey, guys, I was thinking of sending in an email every two weeks. Would that be annoying at all? Not at all. No. In the past, we've had stints of people sending in emails every single week, and it's been yeah. lovely. So please feel free. Uh, so a lot happened around here recently. My 85th Genesect was the lucky one. I got the invite from a friend and decided it's the end of Genesect for now. So why not? Got a shiny 98 and my friend got a hundo. Mine is now level 49. Nice. Ooh. Well done. But that's not even the biggest occurrence. I raided so many Suicune for the shiny, but received nothing in terms of shinies. Around 100 raids yielded nothing but a hundo. Oh, no. I mean, a hundo's great, but... <laughs> 100 of them, though. Uh, yielded nothing but a hundo, which is now level 50 because I love Suicune. Good taste. However, my third Entei yielded my first ever Shundo, now level 40. Took five minutes to sink in. Nice. That's a good Shundo. I heard great Pokemon trainers have that Shundo. Uh, as for the most recent events, I've gotten two shiny Pikachu, four shiny Slowpoke, a shiny Guzzlord, the Mystic 7 Special, which is a Hundo Pseudo-Wudo, <laughs> and a Hundo Superior. I feel like Go is apologizing for either my Suicune hunt or the future Dark Rai raids. <laughs> Maybe the future Dark Rai raids. Oh, no. And then it uh, provided us the pronunciation of uh, their name, which is Chari. And uh, they wrote, shiny 98 vibes all Shari. Good to keep it in the pocket there. Don't want to ask for too much, you know? Well, congratulations on your Shundo Ente. That's awesome. And your Hundo Suicune. I'm very jealous of that. I want them to add Walking Wake to go so bad. Oh man. Oh no. I'm not ready for I'm not ready for the Paradox Pokemon. I am, dude. Iron treads all day, baby. I mean, I, I love most of them, but I just I don't I'm not ready for go to, to figure that out, <laughs> man. I got to tell you, the paradox forms, even the ones that I don't of those that I don't like are still really good. You know, is yeah, there one uh, that you just don't like, don't like? Yeah, <laughs> well, that was a safe bet. <laughs> I I don't. And I, this is maybe it's going to be if you're going to say scream tail. I'm going to scream at your tail. You're going to say Screamtail, aren't you? Yeah, uh-huh. Guilty. <laughs> I'm going to say Screamtail. Oh. And I'm also, I'm also going to say Fluttermane. Ooh, that is I think both of them are opinion. bad designs. Fluttermane is obviously super OP in the game. Yes. But I think design-wise, they are so far the weakest of all of the Paradox. Minus the, like, like good lord, I can't even remember the the robots names the tyranitar just is robot tyranitar and the oh, hydragon is just robot hydragon iron jugulus yeah well that's the, that's the hydragon yeah yeah i can't remember those two are bad one i think those oh. are the worst for those two the tyranitar one is like mecha godzilla vibes though and that's pretty it's rad fine it's just boring <laughs> i just <laughs> I can't believe you said Fluttermane. Oh, geez. Every, I, it's so bad. It's every, so bad. Every competitive uh, VGC no, no, no. is but screaming. It's super broken. That doesn't mean you have to like the design when you're using it. At some point in time, Stockholm Syndrome just like kicks and you're like, oh, maybe I do love Fluttermane. No. 
Okay. But like, how can you? How how can you say that like Fluttermane and Screamtail is great when stuff like Brute Bonnet exists? Brute Bonnet is dope. Such a good design. Yeah. And also Roaring Moon, such a good design. Roaring Moon is incredible. Amazing. It's incredible. And and you have Screamtail and Fluttermane. They're just going for different vibes, dude. Not everyone can be a home run. That doesn't mean that they don't deserve a base or two. Like, come on. I mean, that's no, I. Eh. By the way, that's the first and last sports reference you'll ever get out of me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for the email there, Chari. And uh, we've got another email as well. Mr. Kyle, would you please do the honors? This email is from Shadow Prime 34. What up, JT? And he said, hey, Chris and Kyle, Shadow Prime 34 here. I wanted to write in and see what your thoughts were on how Niantic could introduce Alpha Pokemon in Pokemon Go. For those who don't know, Alpha Pokemon were absolute units. They're huge and had glowing red eyes. Old Johnny One Ball and I talked about it in minor depth. We said that when you catch a Pokemon, there's a small chance that the Pokemon could know three moves and a smaller chance that the Pokemon could know its community move if it's Mm. been featured. It could also be an XXL Pokemon to put the cherry on top. I've been thinking about that for a bit now, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. And to close out the email, I had a request. Let's hear your best Pikachu impression. I apologize for nothing in this email. Shiny (laughs) vibes. Shadow Prime 34. (laughs) I like the exclamation point. I apologize for nothing in this email. How dare you? (laughs) Well, don't the the let's hear your best Pikachu impression has two exclamation marks. So that's true. That's true. Um, Okay, so. First things first, Alpha Pokemon. Uh, they were in Legends Arceus. Yep. They were they were biggins, real biggins. They had glowing red eyes, and they were like it was a it was a task to catch them. And so, they also had guaranteed IVs. Well, the game's versions of EVs, not IVs. Yeah, yeah. So, Kyle, what do you, what are you thinking? How could they be introduced here? My my brain is sort of brought towards like how can we make it similar to shadow pokemon but alpha pokemon didn't have an inherent weakness because of something to them they were just better because they were bigger yeah well well so here's the thing they're statistically they weren't better they are just placed in locations where everything around them is a lower level so like if you see a an alpha pokemon it's probably 15 levels higher than the wild pokemon that's next to it hmm so, like, statistically, if I went up to a level 40 alpha and a level 40 wild, same fight. But because of where it is, it was harder. Okay. Now, for catching it, I think they were actually harder to catch. I think you are right there. I think the the big standout for me for alpha is their locations are fixed in Legends Arceus. I would love to see that translate into go in some way i don't know how you do it i got an idea okay because i'm I'm with you i'm following you that's that's a really good idea um from the lessons we've learned from things in monster hunter where you can zoom all the way out and see monsters in the areas and go hunt them out if they were like hey there's a scyther nest over here and on your map they were like there's an alpha scyther in this nest over here 
that could be solving two problems at one, could be identifying nests for people nearby and giving them an indication of whether or not it's worth to go there. And then whatever sort of benefit there is to beating and catching the alpha Pokemon, maybe like 10 times candy or something like that. Yeah, Increased candy and guaranteed XXL Pokemon. Great. I I love it because it can be used again. It's not a one-off feature because they can use it when we get Terra Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Because Terra Pokemon are fixed locations in Scarlet and Violet, and they have like a nice beam that you can see from far away. It's a great idea to learn from Monster Hunter now and also use the game mechanics of the main series to translate it. I love the idea. It's a great idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I'm for it. Very for it. Wow. We've we've solved it. Niantic, we've solved it. (laughs) it's a great idea it is it really is it is uh all right best pikachu impression uh pikachu was not as high as it should have been it's not bad it's not bad though but the spirit was there all right here's my impression of a gigantamax pikachu p I took the easy road out. Do you want me to do the, the regular Pikachu? Oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. Gosh, I man, I don't know. I don't think I have it anymore. I used to have a really good one in middle school, but I think everybody did. Yeah. Pikachu. No, I, I can't do it. I think you were closer. I think I got to give it to you. But uh, you ever want a big P? P. I love it. It's so funny. It's not as good as Eevee's. <laughs> the Gigantamax Pokemon are some of the best things that they've ever done. Just so, so funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, anyway, thank you very, very much for the email, Shadow Prime 34 um, Great to hear from you. Yeah. Cool. That's it. So if you, dear listener, would like to send us an email, just like these fine folks did, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. Visit our website for all things GoCast Podcast. That's www.gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, slash X, at GoCast Podcast. If you'd like to help support us monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast Podcast. And as little as $1 gets you access to our patron-exclusive Discord server, and helps us do all sorts of cool stuff. So uh, we appreciate the support. And we appreciate the support of our elite tier trainers. Uh, big shout out to thank you to Kyle. You did it last week, right? Is it my turn? Uh, I don't know if I did it last week or the week before, but I, I have done it very recently. Okay. You want to do it again? Uh, sure. Run it back. Okay. Shout out to our elite trainers, tier patrons. Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin, Amimi, Sports, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Matters, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener, Drew, too, Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, and Sarah Lore. I had to go back for the pickup, too, and you still did it. Wait, what, what did I have to pick up? What, what Sel- doing Sella Sarah Lore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a pickup. I just mispronounced it. You had more than enough wind to carry you through that, so good for you. Good for you. Uh, great. And if you would like to help support the show uh, in another way that is even free, um, please, please, please leave us a review. Uh, it helps us out immensely. In fact, we got a new one uh, from DJN 9000 or 9000, one of those two. And the t- it's titled Pokemon Go. We actually received this same exact 
body of text in a text message to the voice line. So, and it re- reads, hi, texting to say I did the Guzzlord raid hour and a community down the street um, or with a community down the street. And I only had two raid passes on my last raid pass. I caught a shiny Guzzlord, shiny vibes all. Congratulations, DJN, nice. on your shiny Guzzlord. That's awesome. And thank you for the five-star review. Much appreciated. All right, Mr. Kyle. Last, but sweetly not least, we've got to set some goals and then get out of here. So this weekend includes, well, actually, it depends on what time we're going to be recording next week. Because on Tuesday, you've got an appointment. So we won't be recording on Tuesday. Will we have the opportunity to begin the Halloween event before we record? I believe so. Probably. Yeah. I'm being tentative with my goals in that regard, but probably. Okay. So what are you thinking goal-wise for yourself then? So we'll, we can we can kind of dip our toe into Halloween probably safely. Yes. I think we're very likely to record next Saturday more than anything. Uh, okay. <laughs> so first, kicking the can down the road. Solo Guzzlord before he's gone. Should have time. Uh, Mega Progress is going to finish a whole bunch. Soon I'm not going to actually have anything to work on for Megas. It's going to be weird. Uh, Buddy Progress, slowly but surely. Uh, 15 Shiny Timber, because we didn't really talk about it, but tomorrow is Timber Day. So, Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, And now this is a running goal for the Halloween event, but I'm starting it now. I want to see if I can get a Shiny Phantom, because... It's so good. It is. It's so good. It's a very good shiny Pokemon. Why do ghost shinies either like tap out the charts at really good or just absolutely bottom of the barrel not good <laughs> at all? Well, then they get redemptions for their Megas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's not likely to happen by the next time we record, but maybe. But that one I'm, I'm keeping now until you know Halloween. And uh, finish the collection challenge that challenges are there challenges right now. There's the Harvest Festival one. The Detective Pikachu one timed out if you didn't finish it. Yeah, um, but, but there's the two Harvest, Harvest Festival ones right now, though. But there's two. One oh, is the Smolive and then one is the Fanta uh, Pumpkaboo. Right. I did the Pumpkaboo so one. I got to finish the small one. Say, pump, I don't want to you don't have to trade i had like 1200 pumpkaboo okay. candy and i just I burned I, I, only 800. Have like I have like six or seven hundred but <laughs> okay we'll see uh but yeah so and then complete the collection challenges that are currently going which shouldn't be too big of a deal nope and that's where i'm gonna be all right. Those are some nice goals. I stole a couple of these collection challenges. I need to finish the Harvest Festival one, the the small of one. I, I, there isn't one for Halloween, is there? I don't think I remembered seeing that, but I hope so. If not, I don't think there is. If not, that's cool. Hopefully part two, there will be a collection challenge. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, 20 shiny timber because I got to uh, 50 eggs because I got to and shiny guzzlord because I still haven't gotten one. I've rated like 10 or 12, I think. No luck so far. So hopefully before the 20th, I'll have a few more chances and one will sparkle for me. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, also, I've heard some people throw some shade at Shiny Guzzlord. I just got to say, we disagree on a fundamental level and we will never be able to cross that gap. It is a great Shiny. I think the only shade I will expect accept towards Shiny Guzzlord is that he's not orange. Oh, I think if you really want him to be orange instead, 
that's acceptable. Okay. He's a pumpkin. So like that would have been a great shiny too. It would have been, but I, I like the, the stark, like white look. I mean, I agree. I, I love his shiny. Clean. I'm just saying that like, I can see where that that's coming from. Like a big costume version of like, the, you know, like the, the pineapple berry uh, Snorlax vibes, but Guzzlord in a big, like plush pumpkin costume. That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, that's it for us this week. Thank you for listening all the way through. Make sure that you're listening to PVP corner and the newly announced added to the lineup star piece. Lachlan and I uh, released our first episode last week and we interviewed cricket 23. Uh, so please go check that out. Enjoy that. And we'll see you next week uh, for episode 256. Until then, good luck on your events shiny vibes and all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.